Episode 2, TNA, Total Nonstop Audio. As always, I'm your host, Kent Controversy Jones. Impact Wrestling has been absolutely, phenomenally, just having a long, successful streak of doing great business decisions and doing the right thing. Um, I can't remember a time where the company was consistently this good. Don Callis and Scott Demore have really put the company well-structured from Ed at the top to understanding who's in control and the pecking order. And as we come off of what has been a complete high for me, WrestleCon weekend with over 30-something-plus hours of Josh Matthews just giving the most raw, cool, cutting-edge content that I think a wrestling company at Impact Wrestling's level has ever produced. And thank you, Josh Matthews, for the hard work you've done. And thank you, Ed, for making TNA what it impact impact what it is today. And you know, the company has had so many struggles, and they've done a lot of great things. They've had extreme highs. I personally will never forget being at Bound for Glory in Detroit, Michigan. I'll never forget moments like that. But those were just moments. The difference now seems to be a consistency of just being good. Like I said, I think of Hernandez jumping off the steel cage live in Detroit, Michigan as a great moment. I think of Bobby Roode versus James Storm as great moments. But those moments all came... To non-finishes. James Storm never won the world title at Bound for Glory. Which is obviously what should have happened. But it didn't happen. There was no delivery. The main event Mafia had great moments. But truthfully I don't think what should have happened did happen. A lot of unfinished stuff. Time and time again with Impact Wrestling. It's like they give you great stuff. But they never finish the great storyline. Or continue to do the right direction. Yes, the company has toured before. And yes, the company has done live shows before. But today we're at a moment where that doesn't exist. Because lack of consistency. Since Scott Demore and Don Callis have been at the helm of Impact Wrestling. It has consistently been good. There hasn't been those great moments. Actually, there has been a few But there has never, since they've taken the helm, haven't been horrible moments or bad moments. It's consistently been good. When you have a history that is over 15 plus years, yes, you can point to many great moments the company's had. But consistency is far more important than great moments. Consistently being good is better than a, oh my God, great moment. I'd rather have consistently being good versus having a couple moments here because the first time you have a bad moment, you lose your fan base. And you have to rebuild, create new trust. And the company has been doing that since Scott Demore has taken over. The company has been doing that since Don Callis and, and the regime. And the I know the talent feels better about actually knowing who their boss was. Is about knowing who the boss is. I remember, I remember listening to Homicide one time, and Homicide said he had at one time he counted 
15 people he thought were his potential boss. From Dixie Carter to the people at um, Panda Energies, uh, the mom and dad, Dixie Carter, and, and then Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo and, and just so many people that, that have come and gone and sometimes were overlapping each other. Today we know that Scott Demore, Sanjay Dutt, that Ed's at the top, followed by Scott Demore and Don Callis, then probably followed by Sanjay Dutt. That's the pecking order, and there actually, for the first time, is a pecking order. And if you got a problem, you probably go to Sanjay, and Sanjay takes it to Scott Demore or or Don Callis, and Don Callis reports to Ed what he needs to know. He doesn't need to know day-to-day operations. The company is betterly better structured. It, it it's a better situation for everyone. And, and what we have come. I want to talk about the wrestling high that I was on from WrestleCon. 30 plus hours that Scott Demore um, put out there. And then I want to talk about I want to talk about the negative speed bump that the company went through with with uh, Patron. Now Patron was let go because he no-showed the WrestleCon Lucha Underground versus Impact Wrestling show. And I can't think uh, of Anything better that could have happened. It's unfortunate. I, I don't know what problems the guys happened, And I hope he gets his personal life together. But I want to tell you. The three-way dance that we have at Redemption coming up. Is something I'm excited about. It's something that makes me happy. I'm much more looking forward to the three-way dance. Than I am Patron versus Austin Aries. Look, folks, if we're trying to tell people this is the future of professional wrestling, and I truly believe we are finally on the cusp of something great, for the first time in a long, long time, I know that Impact Wrestling's future has much more to look forward to. That the the future is bright. That the Twitch deal made millions for the company, and that was a revenue stream that did not even exist a short, short time ago. Think about that. Making millions for the company and did not even exist a very short time ago. So the people who put that together, we're talking about geniuses. We're talking about smart, intelligent people. And then you look at the Pluto TV deal, another stream of revenue that did not exist just a short, short time ago. And the Global Wrestling Network that did not exist just a very, very short time ago. There is new revenue streams that this company has created in a very short period of time that these revenue streams did not exist a very, very short time ago. And the result is a company that can prosper, a company that can can take control, a company that can be great. Impact Wrestling is on the cusp of doing stuff bigger than ever. And no longer going to live in the shadows of what was the Spike TV era. Because I believe that they will surpass their greatest moments. I believe that the company will take off. I believe that there is hope. And that hope doesn't happen with a guy like Al Patron. No disrespect 
But Austin Aries, Eli Drake, and Samuel Callahan are the future of not just Impact Wrestling, but of professional wrestling. What I see in Samuel Callahan is one of the best in-ring performers, full-package guys, bar none, second to none. The guy can do it all. He can talk. He's an in-ring performer. He's good. He's really good in the ring. He can do hardcore, and he can tell a story. He can do the abyss match, the monster's ball. He can go through barbed wire, rip his body to pieces, and then put on a wrestling clinic. He can talk on the microphone and tell a story. There's just not many guys that can do what he can do. When you take a guy like Eli Drake, who can, who again, a full package, can talk on the microphone, who is a in-ring performer, who understands what it means to be in front of public media, whether you're on Twitter and what image you're trying to portray. Samuel Callahan. Now, for those of you who did not watch the 30-plus hours that Impact Wrestling put out, I understand you don't have a lot of time on your hands and you're busy, but I encourage you to at least watch a little bit. You got to know these guys as individuals because it wasn't a lot of character. It was just telling it like it is. I remember one guy who said, we can't lie to the fans anymore. They know so much. They get it so much. And let me tell you something. That realization of understanding that you if you can't beat them, join them. That's what happened at WrestleCon with Impact Wrestling this past weekend. They really took it and understood. They really put it together. They got it. And what happened there can happen again and again and again and again and again and again. That duplication of rinse and repeat of producing shows and creating major buzz for your company off something as easy as Twitch. The buzz that Impact Wrestling created for professional wrestling and around Impact Wrestling was phenomenal. It was great. And it, it was unprecedented. They did it with no television. They didn't have three nights of television. They had three nights of Twitch. They had WrestleCon. WrestleCon. Who set the wrestling world on fire this past weekend. It was phenomenal. I, I hope that we get so much more with House of Hardcore. Which led where Austin Aries announced the main event for a redemption. I, I hope people get it. Professional wrestling, folks, does not revolve around that company up north in Stanford, Connecticut. Professional wrestling is alive and well. And at its heart, it's not just one company. At its heart, professional wrestling is an industry, not a brand. Just like UFC is not mixed martial arts. Wrestling is an industry. 
And when one brand succeeds and it monopolizes the industry in any field, ultimately it will not be good for that industry. The devastation that would happen if Coca-Cola was to put Pepsi out of business or vice versa would be devastating to the soda drink industry in the United States. Because there would be no reason to produce quality, to have standards, none of that. It would all go out the window and the industry would be monopolized and you would be left with flat soda every day. You can guarantee it. What the WWE did when they put WCW under was give us flat wrestling. Always underneath the bar. Never raising the bar and never meeting the bar. For moments, they did. For times, they did. But if you took the span of time since 2002... That company has done nothing but chip away at the foundation of professional wrestling. If you don't believe me, I'm going to be real simple. I I say it a lot. 12 million people used to watch professional wrestling. 5 million Raw, 5 million Nitro, a million ECW. Look, and then another million chased the Indies. Folks, wrestling... Wrestling has fell off because WWE. Because that means, real simple, that not only did they not retain their Monday Night War audience, but they didn't get a single fan to come from WCW. That they didn't bring a single ECW fan to their umbrella. That they didn't do any of that. If, if, the, if Pepsi's CEO or Coca-Cola's CEO was to buy the competition and they had 5 million customers. Pepsi had 5 million customers and, and these are not the real numbers. And Coca-Cola had 5 million customers. Then when you buy the competition, you would expect to now have growth of another additional 5 million customers. 10 million customers for one of the brands. Now imagine, at the end of it all, that you had 2 million customers. Which would mean that you didn't bring any customer from the other brand, and you couldn't even retain your 5 million customers. That's what Vince did. That guy's not a genius. He hates professional wrestling. He's currently trying for the second time to get out with a fucking football league, because the XFL worked so good for Vinnie Mac the first time, The XFL was such a big success, he burned so much fucking money that he's going to try it again. Vince McMahon has tried to make movies, and they have failed. Vince McMahon has tried to do so much stuff out, a body lead. He's tried to a muscle body lead, right? This guy does not want anything to do with professional wrestling. In fact, he tells you he's sports entertainment, he's not professional wrestling. The guy doesn't like professional wrestling. You want to know who likes professional wrestling? The guys at the helm of Impact Wrestling. The guys at the helm of New Japan. The guys that run Lucha Underground. And the guys who run AAA. And The Crash. And and all the other independents. Dragon Gate. And I mean, those people love and breathe professional wrestling. 
And, and they and they want good things for professional wrestling. Vince doesn't. He's trying to get out of the industry yet again. Yet again, he's taking hard-earned dollars that wrestling WWE fans have gave him, and he's investing it in something outside of WWE. Now look, I'm a football fan. I really am. And, and, and I'm all for as much football as possible. But not if you're taking it from wrestling dollars. I digress. Because, because I want to be positive and I want to stay on, fo- stay on my point that Impact Wrestling is thriving, folks. There, there's so much good stuff going on. Mainly, mainly the big change. All the new revenue streams and the things that w- Al Patron is no longer... Guys that were not created in Impact Wrestling dominating the main event. No longer. No longer. And that's the benefit of a guy like Al Patron being out. There's a few other guys that I also want to see out the door. I don't care about Steiner because I know it's a short-term thing. I know he's going to get some pops. But ultimately, I don't want to see Steiner at the top of the card or even stay around. It's nothing against Steiner. It's about the fact that the company has to push forward. The company has to go into building a Sammy Callahan, into building an Eli Drake. The company has to recognize that the past is just that, the past. That the next generation of professional wrestling fans will come up on the come up on Sammy Callahan and will come up on Eli Drake. And if they don't do it at Impact Wrestling, they'll do it somewhere else. But those guys are the future of professional wrestling. OVE is the future of professional wrestling. And I mean the Chris Brothers and Sammy Callahan. The acts that are dominating in Impact Wrestling are for the first time in a long, long time and consistently for this long are the acts that should be in the title hunt. The guys that are up top are the guys who should be up top. And that's the first time in a long time. I want to see Eli Drake with the world title again. I want to see Sammy Callahan with the World Heavyweight Championship for the first time and then multiple times after that. That's the future of this company, folks. It's not Jeff Hardy. It's not Matt Hardy. It's not Patron. It's not even John Cena if he's released. It's none of that. Because you're only going to get quick pops that long-term hurt the product. Because no one is ever going to think John Cena's an impact guy. No one is ever going to see Scott Steiner as an impact guy. Eli Drake, Austin Aries, these are the guys that will be viewed as impact wrestling household created names. And in their own right brands. This is the future of professional wrestling. New Japan. Look. Let's talk about. the Back to the success. Of Lucha Underground versus. Impact Wrestling. Why was it so successful? Because for the first time. You had two national products. Two products that both had television clearance. And massive amounts of homes. On the L Ray network and also on Pop. 
It was huge, folks. It was good. Now, what happens when you have Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling doing a similar show? I think the buzz from that would be tremendous. Or all three. Lucha Underground. Impact Wrestling. Ring of Honor. And I hope. Because I think that it should never have been what it has become. Where I want WrestleCon. I think the guys who put that together. If every company that is involved in WrestleCon. Could put on one show. Folks, with all talent going everywhere, the biggest companies out there, folks, WrestleCon stands to be the biggest wrestling event of the year. I support it, and it's the future. One company should not dominate the industry. Not New Japan, not Impact Wrestling, and certainly not the WWE. Alright, it's a good time to be an Impact Wrestling fan, but it's also a great time to be a professional wrestling fan that isn't hooked on World Wrestling Entertainment. It's a good time to follow the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. It's a great time to understand that the belt collector Austin Aries is running rampant through professional wrestling. Folks, professional wrestling... Is hot right now. And for the first time ever. I think there's a lot of buzz going on. About where wrestling's headed. Without the WWE. What is next. For professional wrestling. And I don't think what's next. Includes the world wrestling entertainment. And that's a good thing. That's a great thing. Professional wrestling. Is about to go down a world of YouTube and Twitch and Netflix and Hulu. It's about to discover Twitter and Facebook Live. It's about to become like everything else. Social media driven. See, when wrestling was dominating the world, it was creating cutting edge. And everybody wanted to be a part of it. From Jay Leno to Dennis Rodman, the people who were hip and cool at the time. Today, that's not the case. Because today, wrestling's not creative. Do you people remember when Kevin Nash jackknifed Eric Bischoff through a stage, his own boss? You don't jack us around, we jack you around, Scott Hall said. Do people remember how it felt? How it was different? How it was cool? See, it was never the NWO that took wrestling to the top. It was the fact that it was unique and different. It was the fact that wrestling was something cool. That there was nothing else like it on television. And then, week in and week out, WWE put PG after WCW went under. Week in and week out, wrestling went to status quo. Week in and week out, it became about the same stuff and nothing unique and a lot of times trying to recreate the NWO. What we've seen with Twitch this past weekend was different. It was unique. You knew you were watching something that was a little bit different than anything you've ever seen before. Josh Matthews 
And RJ City. RJ City. Are they going into a fucking convenience store buying alcohol? And RJ is just being real, right? He's saying, man, I don't even work for Ed. Impact's boss. I don't even work for Ed. And I want my damn money back because he's making money off the fact that we're doing this and I'm producing content for it. It was cool. It was edgy. And it gave me that feel of the NWO and how it was cool and edgy and how how they touched real life. How, how, how it was funny because a lot of the things were true. When Scott Steiner said, Hey, Nate... You're not you're not the nature boy. That's Buddy Rogers, and everybody goes, "Ooh, that one stings. That one's low," you know, because it was cool and it was edgy, and you knew you were seeing something you weren't supposed to see. Well, folks, that's how I felt for thirty fucking hours watching Impact Wrestling and Josh Matthews produce one some of the most awesome content. That I have seen a wrestling company produce since the Bane period of professional wrestling. And guess what, folks? Here's a newsflash. It didn't happen in a ring. It did not happen in a ring. It was cool and it was different and unique and it was fun to watch. And it was the new age of sports entertainment at its best. The way it should be done. Sports entertainment. Creating something different. That's what this industry is about. Being on top. Being a game changer. What we've gotten, we haven't had a lot of that lately. And what we stand to have is a revolution in professional wrestling. We can change the industry forever. Because what happened when the Twitch show started, we knew that Josh Matthews and Matt Stryker, we knew that they didn't even have monitors. You know how we knew? Because they told us. They told us. They said, look, guys, how are we going to call this show? I never called a show without a monitor. So we respected what was happening. This would have been something in the past that they would have tried to hide from us, that they would have tried to not tell us, which would have could have led us to believe that they weren't doing good. But when you realize they didn't even have monitors, you realize they were doing great. And here's the thing. When Josh Matthews was calling Impact Wrestling, you could tell he worked for Impact. It felt real. He put over his guys and really, he, he enjoyed the fact that Lucha Underground talent was there as a fan. And Matt, and Matt was the same way. You knew he worked for Lucha Underground and you knew he was putting his guys over, but you could tell he appreciated, he had really appreciated the Impact Wrestling talent that he liked as a fan. And that's how it felt. The guys he liked in Impact were guys he was just a fan of. And the guys, that, you know, he didn't have to put them over because he didn't work for them. It really felt like a joint promotion show because he really was. I don't know how much I can tell you folks, as much of the WrestleCon Impact Wrestling Live on Twitch that you can go back and watch. And I don't know how I can tell Impact Wrestling to keep doing what you're doing. To push the homegrown talent and quit and do not do any more of pushing talent that was not created in Impact Wrestling. And I don't mean you can't get the guys from other promotions. Just don't get them from the WWE. 
do not get talent that was created from the WWE unless that they didn't rise to major status. And if they did, don't touch them. They'll hurt you more than they'll help you. The, the wrestling world was set on fire this weekend by Impact Wrestling because of a production decision. Not because of a storyline. Not because you signed a big name talent. It was done because of Josh Matthews doing some hard, hard, hard fucking work and a lot of fucking energy drinks. That's the only way I think that man's alive. It's some serious fucking energy drinks. And thank you, Josh. I really didn't realize how valuable you were until WrestleCon. I didn't realize what you meant to this company. Because everybody knows what Je what Jeremy Borash meant to Impact Wrestling. Well, I think they're in safe hands knowing that Josh is just as capable. Thank you, Josh. Thank you for your hard work. And I hope that you don't ever sleep again because the Impact Wrestling's future probably depends on it. I gotta tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the point. I want to tell you one more thing about the in-ring talent. The Samuel Callahan versus Eddie Edwards match was easily the greatest match this week, this past weekend at WrestleCon. And the way that they handled the Patron stuff was really good as well. Folks, I can't wait for the next Impact tapings. Hey, do more Twitch stuff. When you're at the tapings, when you're doing the live tapings, do backstage Twitch stuff the whole time. Create buzz while you're taping. Let there be live streaming Twitch the entire time. The entire time. Live streaming Twitch. Live and streaming on Twitch the entire time. The tapings. You don't have to tape what's going on in the ring. I know you don't want to do that. But guess what? You can do, what you can do is do backstage stuff. That'll be good. It'll be fun. It'll keep you relevant. Alright. I'm Ken Jones. Just a passionate Impact Wrestling fan. I'm telling you folks. Wrestling is exciting for the first time in a long time. And for the first time I can remember. Wrestling is being controlled by something other than the World Wrestling Entertainment. I'm excited for redemption. I'm excited for upcoming tapings. I know the future is bright. I can't wait for them to talk about stuff like a video game. I know it's coming. I know that Impact Wrestling is on the cusp of breaking the records that they set on Spike. I know that the future is bright. Don't get caught up in the negative stuff. Don't get caught up in it. Because I'm telling you, don't lose your passion for professional wrestling. And certainly, stay positive when, it talk, when you're talking about Impact Wrestling. Because there's a lot to be positive about. I'm Kid Jones. I'm signing off. Thank you for listening.